0: I went to my local grocery store recently, bashes right around the corner. And like many of you, I was shocked, even though I'd been told exactly what to expect at the bare shelves. I could tell the employees were tired. I could tell people were scared a resource that had never failed them before, bashes right around the corner, their local grocery store, was running out of essentials. These are dry times. Or at least they may seem to be so. If you're working from home right now with little kids like many of us are, perhaps your patience is beginning to run dry. Well, God has a word for for you today. Maybe like many others, you're even in the midst of this COVID-19 crisis. You're actually still going to work because if you don't, your bank account is going to run dry. Well, God has a word for you today. And maybe you can't go to work. And maybe there's no work for you at home either. And the cupboards are beginning to look Bear, and your ideas for making ends meet have dried up quicker than you thought they would, like a little bit of spilled water on the sidewalk on a scorching Arizona summer day. God has a word for you today. Or perhaps you're a healthcare worker and you see these resources that you need to save lives from respirators to funding to maybe even the emotional energy drying up before your very eyes. God has a word for you today. And perhaps this is your first time to hear a sermon in a long time. Maybe this showed up in your Facebook feed and you just decided to click on it. And maybe it's been weeks or months or even years since you've received the nourishing body and thirst-quenching blood of Jesus Christ in the Holy Sacrament. And there's no sign of relief for you. But God has a word for you today. And maybe you're spiritually dry and brittle. Maybe you're knocking at the door of an inner death because your attitudes and affections and actions just keep turning selfishly inward. God has a word for you today. Perhaps you're barely able to remember or or imagine what it might be like to be rejuvenated by rivers of living water, not just physically, socially, financially, whatever, but, but spiritually at the deepest part of who you are. God has a word for you today. You may not know if you're going to make it, emotionally, economically, physically, spiritually. And so you might have this question to God, can these dry bones live? You might not know the answer, but God has spoken. And he has spoken good news to us through his holy word. Can these dry bones live? Thus says the Lord God to these dry bones. These irritated and frustrated, lonely and scared, exhausted and spent, hungry and hopeless, thirsty yet never seeming to be quenched dry bones. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, behold, I will cause breath to enter you, and you shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you, and will cause flesh to come upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live, and you shall know that I am the Lord. What good news! God has spoken. He will do it. When we have no resources left, and I know that's where a lot of us feel we are today, when we are dry and cracked, jumbled up, and honestly, when we're quite literally dead, God's holy word will bring us to life. I mean, can we not all agree that we have come to the end of what we can do for ourselves? Can we not all agree that we are each so much more profoundly weak than we would ever like to admit? Can we not agree this morning that the specter of sickness and death is destined to haunt each of us forever, whether we are willing to acknowledge it or not. If a novel coronavirus doesn't get me, I'll destroy myself with my own inclinations toward a fearful kind of greed, a desperate sort of grab for power, a stubborn insistence that I can get myself out of this spiritual hole that I've dug for myself. Whatever each of us is going through this morning, can we not all agree now that in the grand scheme of things, we are all just dry bones without the breath of God. Yet God has spoken. He said, this is not an illness that leads to death but to the glory of God. And his word is his son, Jesus Christ. God, come to us as the word made flesh. Jesus is God's word to show us that God will never leave us. To teach us that God's love is stronger than death. Jesus is God saying to death, you may not have the final word. I am the final word. Jesus is is God's word of life to you and to me. Jesus dying in a perfect self-giving act of love on the cross endured injustice for the sake of making the world right. And, And his perfect love somehow made a way even through death. So he rose again after three days, unlike Lazarus who had to have somebody else come and raise him out of the grave. That's like me and you. Jesus didn't need anybody else. He rose again after three days, never to die again in the power of the Spirit. And that same way with Jesus out of the grave is open to us. You know, part of that story uh, when Jesus is crucified on the cross and, uh, and, and and the world kind of begins to literally shake because of what Jesus has done, the magnitude of what he's done, and it says graves were opened. And so this way has been Opened for us if we are willing to follow Jesus through the cross. Now look, that doesn't mean that we're going to escape every kind of death. In fact, if we follow Jesus through the cross, we will in fact die to the sinful and selfish part of ourselves. And to the slavery that that brings to the world. And so we'll find that part of us, that sinful, selfish part, passing away. And that won't always be comfortable. That will sometimes be painful. And yet, as we follow Jesus, we will follow him into the fullest most real kind of life, something so much better than what is dying, a new creation, life in and with God himself. And this begins even now. God has spoken in his son Jesus, and he, and then he has breathed his Holy Spirit into all those that... Follow Him so we can begin to experience that eternal life, to live in that eternal life, in in that satisfied, our thirst quenched right here, right now, wherever you are in the power of the Spirit, simply by trusting your life to the Lord, to Jesus. So we may indeed feel thirsty and, and be thirsty or dry or brittle or cracked and maybe even on the brink of turning to dust. And yet, where the Spirit is, there are rivers of living water that set us free to be what we were created to be. Just like Lazarus was set free from those grave cloths. We can take that stuff off and we are now free to live in light of this new life that God is giving us in the Spirit by His Son, Jesus. So however dry you are in this moment, and I know lots of us are feeling Pretty dry, myself included. Let's turn to Jesus. However inadequate, however dry, dead you're feeling, turn to Jesus. Receive his love and grace by faith and with thanksgiving. And you will find that your inner thirsts are quenched, that your life is restored. And whatever your circumstance is, you will find grace. That's the free unmerited gift of God. You will find grace that will keep you even to everlasting life. Amen.